0: Thank you. listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Sherry Kropp.
1: And I'm Gab McRobert, and thank you for joining us for this edition of Fayetteville 411. Today we're going to share some information about Cumberland County Crime Stoppers, and today we're joined by Officer Jeremy Shirkland. And Eric C. He's the president of the local chapter of Crime Stoppers. So why don't we start? Um, why don't we start with you, Eric? What is? Tell me a little bit about Crime Stoppers. What is Crime Stoppers?
2: I think the best way to describe Crime Stoppers is it is the community. It is the community of Fayetteville. Uh, there's a local board, and we get together and we approve awards and plan events. But at its heart, Crime Stoppers is an organization that allows the community to become involved in keeping the community safe. Tips are submitted. Uh, crimes are solved, and in short, bad guys are caught, and that helps everybody. That helps everyone in the community, keeps the community safe, and keeps people active and engaged in what's going on in their very own neighborhoods, and it empowers people to take an active role in keeping their environment and, the, and their neighbors safe. So in short, it may be an organization of, of people and board members, but it is the community itself.
1: And I think that brings up an, it's, it's a, that partnership between a, a non government agency and, and the local enforcement law enforcement agencies. Uh, do you find a lot of people kind of confuse crime stoppers and think that you're a law enforcement agency
2: I mean that does happen sometimes, um, but we have very strict rules. There are no active law enforcement members that are board members on crime stoppers. Uh, we will have uh, Obviously, law enforcement that attend meetings, but the actual board itself is, is not composed of, of law enforcement. We do work with law enforcement, and I, I would say that the vast majority of board members are very supportive of law enforcement, but that's not our role. Our role is, is very distinct and very separate from that of law enforcement. Now, when did the fable cumberland County Crime Stoppers form? early 1980s. Okay. And from that time it is it has grown and expanded and it's just become an outstanding organization. I know I always love your barbecue that you guys have every year. <laughs> the we are official. we are very well known for that. Um, hopefully and we've already started talking about that today as a matter of fact uh, some early preparations for the barbecue this coming year. We we've had to cancel the last two because of COVID issues. Yeah. We are extremely optimistic that we will be back on track and have a barbecue this year definitely looking forward to
1: april when you guys bring it back now why is it so important to have a program like crime stoppers
2: well again law enforcement cannot be everywhere all the time and in all situations your best sources for community solutions are community members themselves And people that live in neighborhoods that are affected by crime, they want to be safe just like everybody else. And this allows people, this program allows people to step forward without putting their name out there, without any kind of risk to themselves, and they can stand up and they say, hey, I know who did this, or I've got information that law enforcement needs and necessarily doesn't have. And that's what we do. We we allow that to happen, we pay cash rewards for that kind of information, and that's that's the beauty of the program. It allows community members to take an active role in protecting their own neighborhoods. Do you think it helps
1: to have a non-government agency be that intermediary and build that trust with some people who, who want to give a tip but maybe might be
2: afraid to call police? Yeah, I think so. Um, and, and I think we're, we're well known for the fact that you you are anonymous and that we are not law enforcement and I I think that does make a difference for some people and you know I don't have a a percentage for you off the top of my head but not all awards are even claimed some people the reward is secondary to them the reward for them is is coming forward and doing the right thing Um, other times the reward makes all the difference all I know and all I can say is that the program itself has had a great impact since its founding and we we don't see any slowing down in the future
0: and that's why we can't emphasize enough um, if you see something say something exactly Um, because i know you depend on those tips from the citizens Um, how does crime stoppers work once a citizen submits a, a tip or makes a call
3: so essentially how it works is the citizen can submit a tip one of several ways. Uh, the first being, of course, our phone number, which is nine one zero four eight three tips It's 910 They can go online to fade org, p p3tips.com, or use a free mobile uh, app device, p3tips, and they can submit the tip. So essentially what they do is that they send us the information, um, of, say, a wanted person or a house that they suspect there's narcotic activity at. And we get that information, and then we send it to the appropriate law enforcement agency here within Cumberland County, whether it be the Fayetteville Police Department, Hope Mills Police Department, Spring Lake, or the Sheriff's Office. So we send it to them, and then it's up to the investigative unit to uh, look into the TIP and verify or, you know, not verify the information that's going on. So every law enforcement agency partner that we work with, they take these tips very seriously. Uh, Some of these tips can take several months to investigate. It's not something that happens overnight, but nonetheless, every single one are ultimately investigated.
0: And give us some examples of uh, some of the types of tips. that.
3: So we have all kinds of tips. Our most popular are probably a wanted person, a help identify that you'll see us put up either on the news or on facebook or instagram Um, we also have a lot of tips that come in regarding drug complaints suspected drug houses as well as prostitution we take tips for all kinds of things Um, even school uh, threats uh, we send over to the sheriff's office immediately after we get them
0: and i understand that when a citizen calls in um, and they submit tips that it is kept anonymous, right? Yes,
3: that is exactly right. We do not know your phone number. We don't know your IP address. We don't ask for your name. So essentially when a citizen calls in, they will get a unique identifying number that's specific to them. And they have to hold on to that number in order to either update their tip or eventually, hopefully claim a cash reward after the board approves it. At no point in time are they speaking with law enforcement. They do not have to interact with law enforcement directly it's all kept anonymous Um, trust me i mean i've been doing this for three years now and i've never had to ask the name or never known the name of anybody who's called
1: and i guess if a tip does lead to arrest how does the person get paid their cash reward is it cash is it a check is it a gift card it is
3: cash we go through a local bank here in Fayetteville if the tip does lead to an arrest the board has to either accept or deny or modify the reward amount that that person gets but then they get another unique code that they would go to a local bank and um, they would tell the teller hey this is my number I submitted a tip the teller would come back with an envelope full of cash no questions asked and they leave the bank no problem.
1: And and where do the funds come from uh, to pay out the rewards every year?
2: A lot of the funds, and in, in recent years, have come from our fundraisers, um, either through the barbecue or the golf tournament. Uh, people have also donated money to Crime Stoppers. Uh, we get a, an amount of money um, from the police department each year that we put into our operating budget. Um, it comes from sources like that.
1: And and uh, uh, I and I understand it's what it's a. Uh, reward eligible up to $2,000 typically? Up to 1000 Up to $1,000. Okay. I know I, I tried to overflate everything. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. But I do know that sometimes people can contribute more if there's a special investigation. I know that sometimes, um, but that's separate from you guys. Yes. Correct.
2: And, and, and there are, are rare times where someone will work with us to do something like that, uh, and they'll put money forward, and, and we will handle those kind of things. Um... I've been on the board for roughly seven years now. I can think of one time that that's happened since I've been on the board. Uh, it has happened in the past, however.
0: And the reason why um, you all offer those rewards is because most of the time, people just don't want to get involved, right? They they may see something and they may have information, but they don't always um, feel comfortable calling in to, to get, share that information. So I guess the reward is a, an incentive to try to... Um, uh, incentivize these people to come forward and, and give those tips, right?
2: Well, I'm a criminologist. I, you know, I'm the chair of criminal justice at Methodist University. I have been teaching theory to students for 25 years. What motivates people to do anything is something we spend a great deal of time in class talking about. Whether it be a reward, whether it be the satisfaction of seeing somebody off the street, whether it be cleaning up your own neighborhood. There are so many things that motivate human behavior. If a reward is the last thing that kind of nudges somebody to make that phone call, then that's great. And we want to be able to be able to provide that service and provide that, motiv- that motivation for someone to pick up the phone and make that call. Um, as we've already stated today, you get a lot of cases where, you know, we have a wanted person. And, you know, that motivation, if it's a monetary one, that's fine. And that's why we do these events. That's why we we put the time in to make that offer available and to to try to find whatever it takes to motivate people to pick up the phone and get a criminal off the street. That's what we're interested in.
0: Now, how successful has the Cumberland County Crime Stoppers program been in the recent years?
3: The program since inception has been very successful, Um, more so in the recent years, though. I'm just going to throw you out some numbers here. Um, Just so far, up until the end of last month in 2021 since Crime Stoppers began in Cumberland County in the early 80s. There's been right at 8.3 million dollars either property cash or drug seized directly as a result of Crime Stoppers tips. This isn't including any other uh, tips that they get, law enforcement partners get. This is just strictly Crime Stoppers. Uh, This is the things that they have directly impact in our community. We've had roughly, uh, since it's been tracked, uh, over a hundred guns that have been taken off of our streets as a result of these Crime Stoppers tips. And Crime Stoppers has actually, the board have actually approved right at $416,000 worth of rewards. So, I mean, it's a really beneficial program, not only to us law enforcement partners, it helps out the community and it allows people to get paid, you know, where they wouldn't think that they would normally get paid.
2: Exactly. And again, that extra motivation that I can do the right thing and I can see something tangible for it is is a great combination to motivate people.
1: So, we talked a little bit about some of the w- different ways you could submit a tip, uh whether we're talking about calling into the phone or on the website or using the P3 uh P3 Tips app. Yes, correct. that's correct. Is is there a time when we want people to call 911 instead of Crime
3: Stoppers. So if there is a crime that is in progress, so say you see somebody breaking into a vacant house, for instance, we want you to call 911 immediately. We don't want you to call Crime Stoppers. Our tips do not go directly to our dispatch center. They go through uh, a call center. And if that call center doesn't see that tip or doesn't get that tip right away, I mean, there's a lot of, delay as far as an officer being able to actually see the information to go out there and investigate it. So if there's a crime that's actively occurring that needs attention right now, always, always,
1: always call 911. But if it's after the fact, and after it's over, and, and it's uh, a day or two later, that's the time. Yes, to...
3: absolutely. When we have the picture up on Facebook, we're trying to identify this guy that's, you know, broke into the local business or robbed the local convenience store. By all means, if you recognize that guy, that's when you would submit your tip.
1: And I think what's interesting, too, especially when you talk about I know some people, I look at these pictures and I'm like, how can anybody recognize this person in this picture because it's so grainy or the quality? But it's amazing sometimes. Like, you know, if I saw my mother or somebody close to me, I'd be like, oh, I know that person. Absolutely. And it's amazing how impactful that can be. It's, it's. Uh, I'm always impressed when people
2: recognize from that. Yes. Well, and social media takes a lot of abuse for a lot of good causes and a lot of good reasons, but this is one instance in which social media can be a very helpful thing. I mean, it's not like it was 20 or 30 years ago. We can get a picture of somebody doing something and blast that out, and you've got thousands, if not tens of thousands of eyeballs on that picture immediately, and that is really helpful in solving crimes. Somebody knows that person. And we've also had cases where suspects have turned themselves in when they start seeing their picture everywhere. Right. Because they know they that they're caught. Exactly.
0: Well, thank you both for being our guest today and sharing the information. Now, let's give uh, that phone number and website one more time.
3: It's 910-483-TIPS. That's 910-483-8477. nc org, p P3Tips.com or the free P3 Tips app on your mobile device.
1: Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on to the show. And um, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fable 411. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, so we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music Podcast portal. And recently, we've been added to Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.
0: You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fayetteville has to offer by downloading the Fayette TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.